This is offered up in gratitude for walking. I am mindful that not everyone has this gift. Those that have the gift of walking will one day have it taken away from them, just as one day it was given to them. Gratitude is to receive anew something you have already been given. I find that in the reception of the gift, there is a recognition that I will not always have this gift. In this way, gratitude is always a meditation on impermanence, and always it prepares us for the inevitable loss. This piece, in gratitude for walking, is dedicated to CJ, age 28, who has just broken his hip after a bad fall. I will begin. Guess me something. Guess me how many independent muscles it takes to take a single step. Now, you might shift a little in your seat right now to improve your guess, to educate it. Or begin the physical operation of standing by making the psychic command to rise. Take a step if you want, even. Now, guess. Guess. The number that you guess represents your understanding your understanding of your ability to walk. It's something we quite take for granted. The complex requirement of that simple action that on average an American performs over 4,000 times a day. Okay, let me tell you. It takes about 200 muscles to take a single step. Can you believe that? It's amazing. But really that understates the complex requirement of this action. For it is the coordinated effort of over 200 independently controlled muscles. Tightening and loosening in perfect tension in perfect time as they grip the bones, to take the first step. The first step further requires half the skeleton and the functioning of an incredibly complex wiring of neurons, sensory neurons, to take in the feedback from the feet and legs and hips and back central nervous system neurons to process that complex feedback in real time, and motor neurons to precisely control those 200 muscles, all to take that first step. Hmm. Imagine a colossal machine of wooden beams attached to pulleys and 200 ropes, all to model 
the lower half of the body, the back and the hips and the legs and the feet, with two hundred men ready at those ropes to pull them or loosen them on command. Imagine the complexity of that machine. Imagine the difficulty and complexity of coordinating those two hundred men to pull and loosen the ropes with perfect tension in perfect sequence. Now, once they have it down, imagine them repeating that without error 4,000 steps a day, 365 days a year, as the machine walks and skips and runs and jumps across all manner of grade and terrain, gravel, mud, sand, and slope. The failure of their coordination, even once, would result in the great machine falling and perhaps breaking, perhaps badly. There, now you have a better, truer estimation of the amazing complexity of the step and of walking. Isn't it a marvel? Isn't it a wonderment? Everything has to work for it to work at all. And to give it context, walking is perhaps the simplest and most comprehensible of the dozen or so miracles that comprise your mind and your body, including the miracle of your digestion, the miracle of your immunity, the miracle of your healing, the miracle of each of your seven senses, the miracle of your emotions, the miracle of your operating reproductive system, and the unfathomable mystery of consciousness. But let us return to this first step in understanding. The greater miracle within the miracle of the first step is what that first step leads you to. Consider a baby's first wobbly step. Maybe you've witnessed that miracle firsthand. Maybe then you know how much a baby's life changes once they begin to walk, and how much parenting that child changes too. That first step is so momentous. It carries a step across the threshold between two major developmental stages. It is the step out of babyhood, a time of complete dependence on and control by others. That first step is a step into independence, freedom, choice, and self-determination. That child is no longer a baby. When contemplating that babyhood, you might better appreciate the trauma and the long adjustment of independent adults that temporarily or permanently lose their ability to walk, to breakage, to age, to disease. An adult that suddenly finds they cannot walk, 
find themselves as helpless as a baby and must cry out for help. Consider for just a moment that the legs beneath you do not work. Your means of movement, of flight, become like leaden anchors. Everything beyond your reach is suddenly beyond your reach, without the greatest exhausting effort of dragging your legs around. Crawling is so much harder in an adult body, and so very humbling. Imagine the operation of getting out of bed. Imagine trying to get some water. Imagine trying to take a shower. Imagine trying to go to the bathroom. The height of the toilet might as well be a hundred feet tall. I will not go further in that line of thought and imagination. It only darkens. But, fortunately, there has been a long but slow development of canes and crutches and wheelchairs and motorized wheelchairs to assist our brothers and sisters and elders in regaining their full independence. You can stand. Stand now. Take your stand. Despite the complex coordination of the over 300 muscles involved in standing up, you do so without effort. You may step out of the small circle of your arm's reach to meet your needs. You can walk in any direction you choose, any path, any destination, ten feet away or a thousand miles. The wide world has opened to you as you step into the world, walking along your to-do list to complete the steps of your distant goals. Be mindful of your legs as they step. Walk in gratitude. Let one step be thank, and the second step be you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The joy you might find in contemplation of this miracle might even incline you to dance a step or two. Bezmalah.